Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Monday, April 30. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith. Uh, Monday slate, three games on tap tonight. We'll break those down uh, momentarily. Uh, before we get into that, we do want to remind everybody, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, it's yet again uh, a nice guys live betcast night. Uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday, April the 4th, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully a little more drama-free than it was uh, last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's another story. Uh, we have live betting and commentary, uh, of course, as always, with me with Alex and with uh, all the guests that join us on the uh, BetCast and a uh, lot of fun uh, drinking encouraged DM at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano at three, uh, 350 at gmail.com and we will send you the link to the uh, BetCast uh, for tomorrow night again Tuesday April the 4th we only have two more Tuesday night regular season BetCasts remaining so uh, after that it'll be playoff BetCasts our, our playoff BetCasts are Largely through the week, going to be Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, those are pretty much going to be the days we will be throwing in an odd Saturday betcast, and we'll probably all we'll we'll throw out the Thursday one for whatever week we do. The Saturday one is probably right. what we'll end up doing. So they'll most of the betcasts during the playoffs, especially the first round, will be Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll be doing two betcasts a week uh, for. Not so much the first round because the first round still we have, you know, double headers and we have longer bet casts. But definitely our plan is once we get into the second round and especially conference finals, we're going to be doing yeah. two bet casts a week because we're just going to have the one standalone game most nights. So there'll be shorter individual bet casts where it's three hours tops because you're only going to have one game. So the longer we get into the playoffs, we're going to end up eventually extending it to two bet casts uh, per uh, week. Uh, in the uh, playoffs, largely on, again, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Whenever we do a Saturday one, we'll just skip Thursday and we'll do the uh, Saturday betcast too as well. We'll throw in a couple at least during the playoffs on the uh, Saturday when we uh, do the betcast. But uh, that's all to be determined. What we do know for sure is we've got one tomorrow night. So make sure uh, you join us tomorrow night for the uh, Tuesday betcast. Alex, how are things? How was the weekend? And uh, just overall, sum up the weekend since we didn't see you yesterday. Uh, great betting weekend. Uh, you know, it was fun watching the Final Four. I had a hit there. Made some money with the boxing, but the hockey's been great as well. Of course, like I said, you know, we're getting down to everybody's got, what, at least seven or, or fewer games left in the season. So everything's important, and, you know, it's fun. Actually, it's, I, I've been enjoying these shorter cards. I, I'm really looking forward to, to all three games tonight uh, because they mean so much in the playoff picture. You know, and they're all, uh, you know, related to the Western Conference. So, you know, these shorter cards, the big cards have been great as well, too. And, of course, we have the, the biggest card coming this Saturday with, with every team in the league playing. But, uh, you know, it's it's been some, it's been fun, and uh, I expect another fun week. of. Hopefully, it'll be a profitable and fun. But I, I think regardless of profits, this is going to be an enjoyable watch. If you're a hockey fan, and we were talking about it, Ian, the other day about how, you know, here in the U.S., the national TV coverage has been spot on this weekend, and it goes right into this weekend and beyond. So uh, it's a fun time to be a hockey fan. If you haven't been able to just even sit and watch and catch a couple of games, now's the time to do it, and uh, some of the best hockey you're going to be seeing from here on out. And it's amazing how many uh, incredible races we have, you know, seriously, in uh, all of these uh, different uh, 
playoff races in both conferences, really. I mean, it's and divisional races. I mean, if you look at the standings, there's not a whole lot that has been totally decided yet. I mean, you've still got so much that's going to be up for grabs here in these last two weeks of the regular season. The Metro Division race is still on. Carolina, New Jersey, there's only three points separating them. The Atlantic is the one division that everything's decided. Boston's first. Toronto is, we, we presume Toronto is going to be second. There's still four up on Tampa Bay and a game in hand. So it's going to be very difficult for Tampa Bay. Uh, but if you keep losing to Detroit, you know, teams like that, if you're the Leafs, you're maybe going to open the door to uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, but nevertheless, the Leafs still should get second. So there's not a lot in the Atlantic. Uh, obviously, the wild card in the East is nuts because you've got the Islanders now losing two games this weekend, Alex. They pulled Pittsburgh closer to them. They've pulled Florida closer to them. And even the Buffalo Sabres, here they are at 81 points, not totally out of things. And look who they play tomorrow night, the Florida Panthers. You're talking about a huge game. It's probably a must-get for the Buffalo Sabres. Not probably, it is a must-get for oh, yeah. the Buffalo Sabres if they're going to have any playoff hopes whatsoever. But they're not totally out of it yet either. Ottawa, 80. It's going to be a lot of work for Ottawa to get in with only five games left. But they're not even totally out of it yet at 80 points. So the wild card in the East is still very much up for grabs with a, with basically – Five teams for two spots, Islanders, Penguins, Panthers, Sabres, and Sens. The real, the teams with the real good chance, obviously, Islanders, Penguins, and Panthers uh, in that uh, battle. And then, of course, in the West, you've got an incredible battle for the Central, where Minnesota's leading the Central Division by a point over Colorado and Dallas. The Pacific is all of a sudden tightened up. Uh, Vegas leading that division at 101 points, but only by one point over L.A. And now by two points over this surging Edmonton Oilers team, which is now 9-0-1 uh, in their last 10 games. It's been an uh, incredible piping hot streak for the Oilers that they've now gotten themselves back into the Pacific Division race uh, once again. The wild card in the West is also very tightly contested. Seattle, 90 points, but they still haven't clinched anything. You know, uh, they've still got work to do. Winnipeg at 89. Calgary two points behind Winnipeg for that final spot. Nashville isn't even completely out of the picture yet, especially when you factor in they've got two games in hand on both Winnipeg and Calgary. One of those will come tonight against Dallas. They're only five points out. Nashville hasn't given up hope. That didn't look like a Nashville team on Saturday against St. Louis that's given up playoff hope. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so there's still a lot to be decided there, Alex. You're 100% right. These last two weeks, throw out the betting for a minute. Throw it out. Just as a fan and from an entertainment and an excitement standpoint with all these playoff races and divisional races, can't ask for much more than this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, in previous years, we've been, you know, kind of, oh, well, everything's, you know, settled up. The only thing that's remaining is, you know, like I said, maybe a, a couple of playoff spots or which team wins the division. Uh, I can't remember having this many, you know, uh, open spots and races. I mean, you look at, like I said, with even just the Central alone, one through three wide open. The Pacific, one through three wide open. Uh, you know, we said four teams left essentially in the East and three teams in the in the West for the wild card. I can't remember that many teams still having a, a shot to land something big in the last week, the last two weeks of the season. It, it's been a while, so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's already been a lot of fun to watch, but I think it's gonna, that's going to certainly continue. Yeah, it is. And uh, just quickly on the uh, card yesterday, big wins for Pittsburgh and for Winnipeg. I think that's the highlight, the headline of what we saw last night. 
uh, two important wins. Pittsburgh needed the two points after losing a heartbreaker against Boston, and they got the job done against the Philadelphia Flyers. The Winnipeg Jets, albeit I still think New Jersey's a better team than Winnipeg, but the spot was clearly in Winnipeg's favor. They had to pounce on a Devils team that was playing on a back-to-back on the road that got into Winnipeg at 2 a.m. local time is what I heard. 2 a.m. local time in Winnipeg is when the Devils finally got to Winnipeg last night from Chicago, which is where they were the night before on Saturday. You could tell the Devils didn't have a whole lot of jump last night. Winnipeg had to pounce on them, and they did uh, in that 6-1 to win uh, over the uh, New Jersey Devils. So a huge two points. And by the way, you talk about big games just in terms of teams that are battling each other just to get in the playoffs. we got Buffalo, Florida tomorrow, which is a huge game. And then on Wednesday night, I don't think it gets better than this. Calgary at Winnipeg on Wednesday night. Oh, my gosh, Alex, how the enormity of that game. Uh, obviously, it, it would it's an understatement how big it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's that's the thing, you know, we, we kind of chastise that the schedule makers for the lopsided, you know, days that, that go on throughout the season. But they really nailed it with these some of these matchups uh, at, at the end of the season. You know, Tampa, Toronto, uh, you mentioned Winnipeg, Calgary, these, you know, that games that mean something now uh, as far as the playoff picture goes, where, you know, like I said, that's another thing in recent years, you'd have these matchups where a team that's way out of the race is playing a team that's already clinched everything or things like that. So the fact that we're still having teams that are engaged in the playoff races facing off against one another, that just adds to the excitement level. This is absolutely going to be a great, great stretch drive here uh, in these uh, last uh, couple of weeks. All right, let's get into the uh, Monday slate. we got three games tonight in the NHL. We will begin with probably the game of the night on paper for sure. It would be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. These two teams just did battle Saturday night against each other in Vegas. The Golden Knights getting it done. The Wild looking to turn the return the favor here tonight at the XL Energy Center. Uh, Minnesota minus 135 home favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. And as we uh, talked about, uh, these two teams are obviously in opposing divisions in the West. Minnesota's in the Central. Vegas is in the Pacific. But they are both holding slender leads by just a single point uh, for first place in the division. So in their respective divisions. So this becomes a very important two points for both teams. Vegas looking to maintain top spot in the Pacific, Minnesota looking to maintain top spot in the Central. Uh, so an inc- a very important hockey game here tonight between these two teams. Of course, Vegas uh, got the better of Minnesota Saturday night uh, in that 4-1 to victory. Uh, great call by Alex. Alex liked Vegas on uh, Saturday night saying, bad spot for Minnesota. We saw the we saw the celebration after the win against Colorado on Wednesday night in Denver. That did That wasn't your average regular season Wednesday night victory celebration. No. That was a reaction of that's a huge fucking win. And that's a big time two points and a big time statement we just made in Denver, in the Mile High City, beating the Colorado Avalanche and really outplaying them for the first two periods. Third period was all Colorado. And there's no doubt there was a sense of Minnesota was hanging on a little bit uh, in that third period. But that's why you have a great goaltender. That's why you have a goaltender in this sport to, you know, clean up the mistakes sometimes bail you out when the flow of the play is going against you. And Philip Gustafson was able to do that against uh, Colorado and allow the Wild to hang on for that big win. So they were off that big win. They go to Vegas. You know there was probably a little partying going on. I don't know how much, but I'm sure going to Vegas after a win like that, there's some enjoyment and some uh, something going on with the team in a positive light. 
And uh, I'm not saying that was uh, the reason they lost to Vegas. Vegas was certainly not thrilled about losing a couple games in a row. So you got Vegas's best, and I think you got Vegas's A game. You got Minnesota's C minus game, uh, essentially on uh, Saturday night. And yeah, Flurry wasn't uh, as good either. Uh, he had been really playing well. Uh, it wasn't one of his better games though against Vegas, uh, but he had been playing well before that. But not one of his better games Saturday. Back to Gustafson as you would expect. I think it is honestly going to be Gustafson in Game One. I think for the uh, Minnesota Wild. But again, there'll be a short leash if Gustafson shits the bed or struggles and you know has a tough time in early in the first round for Minnesota. I'm sure Flurry will get in there very quickly. You know, it's not going to be something where Gustafson's going to have a huge you know road or racetrack. Uh, as the uh, number one goalie. Very disappointing news for Minnesota. Obviously, Kaprizov's been out for a while, but Mason Shaw uh, now going to yeah. be out for them uh, indefinitely. And this is a guy that, again, offensively didn't chip in much, but an energy guy, throws his weight around, doesn't even mind dropping the gloves every now and then. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you are going to miss in the playoffs uh, for uh, Mason Shaw being out. So very, very unfortunate there uh, with the uh, news about his long-term injury for them. Vegas still very much banged up as well. It uh, looks like tonight they've got more than just a few issues uh, as far as the uh, injury bug is concerned. Of course, they've been without Riley Smith already for four games who had been playing so well. Lower body injury. Uh, it looks like he's going to miss yet again uh, here tonight. Shea Theodore got injured Saturday night against the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, and uh, we'll see if he's uh, or actually a couple games ago against Edmonton. He's missed the last two games. Um, we'll see if he returns, but he's been uh, battling injury. Logan Thompson's still out. So it's Laurent Brossois once again getting the uh, opportunity and goal tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights uh, in this game. And we will see uh, how he fares in this one. You know, I'm going to keep it pretty simple and straightforward here. I'm going to take the wild here, uh, minus 135. You know, I think returning home after losing to the uh, Golden Knights in Vegas Saturday, which wasn't an optimal spot for them. I think you'll get a bounce back type of performance from the uh, Wild here, who again, their home record remains pretty good. And by the way, if you're looking for a player prop or two to maybe consider in this game, he didn't play against Vegas, but now with the injury to Shaw, he's back in the lineup and it's Sam made of steel for the uh, Minnesota Wild. And it looks like he's going to be thrown right into the top line tonight with Ryan Hartman and Matt Zuccarello for this Wild team. They've got Marcus Johansson, Joel Erickson, Matt Boldy on the uh, second line. But Sam Steele's going to be up there with Hartman and uh, Zuccarello, it looks like, tonight. So if you're talking about undervalued prop bet players tonight, there's one right there. Sam Steele being elevated to the uh, top line. It is worth noting regarding uh, Sam Steele. Uh, he, I believe, yes, he did. He scored in the last uh, game he was in the lineup against Colorado, uh, that 4-2 victory. Uh, last Wednesday night, he got one of the goals for the Minnesota Wild. So I like his props in this game. Sammy Steele uh, elevated to the top line here for Minnesota tonight. Uh, I think the draw is in consideration, but I'm going to pump the brakes on the draw. I want to see how this game goes. I could also see Minnesota winning this one like 3-1 to one or with a little separation as well. But um, I am on Minnesota minus 135. There's just other draws I like on this card, and we'll get to them more than this game. What do you think here, Alex? Vegas, Minnesota. Yeah, this, this is a draw. I, it's actually the only draw I like on, on tonight's card. I, I played that. It got a plus uh, 325. I saw plus 330s floating around, so you can obviously shop for the best price there. But I also like the first period over. And I know that sounds insane when talking about the Minnesota Wild because they've arguably been one of the worst teams as far as scoring early. But they've actually been on a 7-3 run the last 10 games of the first period over. Vegas has cashed six straight first period overs. And with the yes prop on the first uh, a goal in the first 10 minutes, 11-2 the last 
last 13 for Vegas. So they've been the ones getting off the fast starts. We don't necessarily need Minnesota to get two goals to cash that. And I was able to grab that at minus $1.10, which is the price we haven't been able to see in years, it seems like, unless it's involving the Wild or the Islanders. So uh, that's those are my two plays. I like the draw. I like this first period over. I think it's going to be a better effort for Minnesota. Like I said, it was just a bad spot for them in the, in the last game, but they still kept things pretty close. That 4-1 score is a, a, a hair bit misleading. It wasn't that much of a blowout, in my opinion. With Vegas traveling, like I said, still having some injury issues. I think it's a closer, tighter game. I definitely see this one being 3-3, so a lean, obviously, looking toward the draw. Maybe if you can get 5.5 at a plus price or uh, even a 4.5 at something live, that may be worth grabbing as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the draw, uh, Alex liking that. Um, yeah, it definitely does have overtime potential. But, again, with this draw in particular, too, the price not as good as – one we're, we get to the next game where which is where i really like the draw and uh definitely i think you look at the uh situation here and uh yeah because of the fact you've got uh this draw sitting around looks like it and FanDuel i noticed by the way uh have uh, given you a lot better prices with these draws plus 350 for the draw uh, at FanDuel. so again shop around that seems to be the the book now i'm finding is given the best prices they're beating pinnacle and pinnacle yep. is my sweetheart sports book you know especially with because i find i can get the best prices with so many bets there player props money lines you name it at pinnacle and yet consistently as of late i've been getting the best draw prices not at pinnacle at fanduel so yep. i've been shopping at fanduel now with the draws lately it's funny if you if you listen to, to and like my plays, the draws in the first period overs, you're gonna find the best value for both of those actually right now at FanDuel. So it's definitely worth checking out. I don't like what they're doing with their MLB uh, Dinger Tuesday thing though, and a lot of people are upset about that. Yeah, I heard about that. Rightfully so. That's unfortunate, but hopefully yeah. they fix that shit. But that's another story. We're hockey, not baseball. All right, <laughs> next up, the show is we're we're baseball betters and fans and cappers, but uh, definitely uh, that's disappointing to hear that. Hopefully they fix it. For those that do bet baseball. All right, Nashville and Dallas. We've got uh, Dallas uh, minus 200 home favorites, uh, six the uh, total uh, in this game. Now, this is the draw that I like, and I'm going to do a Nashville and draw split in this game here. Uh, why not? I mean, why not take a shot at plus 170? This is throw everything at the kitchen, but the including the kitchen sink at the Dallas Stars tonight. Uh, if you're the Nashville Predators, this is it. I mean, you lose this game, you might as well kiss it goodbye as far as the playoffs go, uh, especially with both Winnipeg and Calgary winning. Uh, last night. Uh, so it's very important here for the uh, Nashville Predators uh, in uh, this one. Um, and look, I, I like what I've seen from them, even with so many injuries. It's pretty crazy to see how they have hung in there. And they're still only five points out with two critical games in hand, by the way, uh, which is significant. And, and that's why they're still alive, even though they're five points back. They got two games in hand uh, of, of some of the other teams in the race. But they've been able to do this with Duchesne injured, Yossi injured. Parson and injured Cole Smith, Alexander Carrier, Johansson, Forsberg. I mean, they've had a lot of their key personnel, especially up front, missing uh, due to injuries. And the Nashville Predators have hung around uh, here in this uh, playoff chase. So I, I think you get, you know, Dallas is the better team. There's no doubt. And Dallas is playing good hockey. But I think you get just a little bit more. Uh, you know, urgency out of Nashville because they're playing for their playoff lives. And I like the fact that they get to face Scott Wedge. Not that Scott Wedgwood is junk, is junk or he's a, a, a horrible goaltender, but he's not Jake Ottinger either. So, you know, Scott Wedgwood in net here for the uh, Dallas Stars tonight, giving uh, Ottinger a much, uh, a much deserved rest, I think. He has played a lot of hockey. 
for the uh, Dallas Stars of late. 7-11 and 11 record for Wedgwood this year, 2.92 goals against average, a 9.13 save percentage. Uh, so, yeah, definitely yeah, okay numbers, but, again, not great and certainly not uh, Jake Ottinger numbers. M Mason Marchment's still out for uh, Dallas, but, again, that pales in comparison to everybody that's been out for Nashville. But the good news for Nashville is, you know, they've had unsung heroes, Luke Evangelista. Philip Tomasino, Cody Glass, Thomas Novak, who seems to get a point every game. You know, I've been talking Thomas Novak points on this show uh, every single time. I'd bet it again. I'd bet Cody Glass tonight, uh, Evangelista, Thomas, any of those guys. And Tyson Berry as well. Tyson Berry from the blue line. He's now gotten, uh, he's been on an incredible run. He's gotten seven points for the um, Nashville Predators in the last uh, seven games for them. So he's basically been a point per game player, Tyson Berry. Uh, on the blue line for the Nashville Predators. He's basically filling the role that he did in Edmonton, but he, now in Nashville, you know, the number one power play uh, unit, quarterbacking that group, and, and as a result, he's making the most of it uh, for the uh, Nashville Predators. And again, seven points in seven games for him. You know, again, top pair uh, on the blue line, uh, also getting that those power play minutes. Actually, second pair, but still getting the number one uh, power play unit, quarterbacking that group means it's going to give him chances to produce offensively and get the points needed, you know, to cash his props and the assists for that matter. So uh, definitely if you look at the uh, props here for uh, Tyson Berry tonight, you know, they really still haven't adjusted it uh, as much as I would uh, like. I mean, the point prop is still only minus 130. The assist prop is uh, plus 125. So I like props for uh, Tyson Berry right there, both of them, the point prop and the assist prop. Thomas Novak, it goes without saying, the point prop's only minus 120 at DraftKings. It's a great look. You know, uh, Tomasino uh, as well has the uh, potential to uh, chip in. His point prop's only plus 114. Uh, Luke Evangelista, who has found the back of the net on a couple of games, plus 115 to get a point. You could even sprinkle on to get a goal, plus 300 uh, for him. This Evangelista kid has definitely uh, made an impact here for the uh, Nashville Predators. So, like I say, I think you get uh, obviously, uh, kind of that backs against the wall uh, mentality and effort from the Nashville Predators. Not that Dallas has uh, obviously got nothing to play for. They're in a hotly contested race in the Central Division, so these are important points for them. But I think the writing's on the wall from DeBoer saying, we'd love to win the division. It's not going to be the be-all, end-all that we win the division. And I think you're seeing that with seeing Scott Wedgwood uh, in net for this game tonight. So I'm on Nashville, plus 170, split with the draw as well, because I expect this to be one goal win for somebody. Uh, it really would not shock me. And the draws at plus 380 uh, at our friends at FanDuel, which again, continue to offer just uh, terrific uh, prices with those draw prices. Like I'm only getting plus 360 at Pinnacle. So once again, FanDuel's beaten Pinnacle for me with the draw price here, plus 380 for this uh, Nashville-Dallas draw. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Preds, Stars. Yeah, at that price and with Wedgwood and Net, and like I said, it's not that he's he's not a bum. He, he's a mid-range goaltender, but he's also missed some time. He did have a couple of stints down with uh, Texas in the AHL. Just kind of wonder what you're going to get from him. It, it makes sense to take a shot with Nashville and draw. But I, like I said, I, I've, I've called this Nashville team cooked for a while now. And, you know, you know, I don't know if you ever had Nashville hot chicken, but, you know, they take it out after they fry it and then they put the oil in the season. I think Dallas might put the oil in seasoning on uh, on Nashville here tonight in this one, ultimately. Like I said, it, you know, it makes sense because Nashville should play this game like it's game seven. It is essentially their game seven. You lose here in regulation. 
you put yourself into a whirlwind of issues, especially since you have to also play Calgary and Winnipeg teams you're chasing yep. uh, moving forward. In fact, I think all of Nashville's games are against teams that are either fighting for a playoff spot or clinch a playoff spot uh, down the stretch. So that's not good. You, they, they've got a murderer's row of teams they have to face uh, to try to get into the postseason. I, I don't think they do it. I think they're they get the E next to their name uh, uh, sooner than later, and I think it starts here. What I love is the first period over. Got this at uh, one and a half minus a dollar twenty. Dallas thirteen and three should have it really should have been fourteen and two, uh, but they they got kind of screwed on a couple of chances in their last game. Uh, and Nashville, like I said, you know they're going to be pressing the pace and tempo. They can't sit back and play the style that they really kind of like to play. I think they have to almost kind of play into Dallas's style, which I think could be a bit problematic. That's why I'm not playing the side with Nashville. Uh, I, I do think we see goals back and forth, but I think that's ultimately going to give the Stars the advantage, especially at home. They end up winning this game. Uh, I would sprinkle in the draw at plus 380, but I don't have that in pocket. Like I said, I think Dallas could, could take care of business. And if it had been Ottinger, then I actually would have played Dallas puck line. So, uh, so that's the way I'm leaning with that. I'm just going with the first period over here and uh, maybe try to jump on something in-game. Maybe Nashville comes out with a, a 2-1 lead after 20, and I can jump back and grab Dallas. Yeah, under series history, but again, we're talking five and a half now with this total and Wedgwood and Nets, so I'd kind of lean over. And look, Dallas, they continue to surprise by playing you know, more overs than certainly they did last year. Uh, Nashville, 6-1 win over uh, St. Louis. We'll see if they can uh, follow that up. You know, it's um, you know, it's a team that uh, is playing for their lives. You know, backs against the wall essentially here for uh, Nashville. They, they, if they lose in regulation, I don't want to say they're they're out for sure mathematically. They would still be in, but man, it would be a lot tougher. And you're almost ready to uh, close the curtains on the uh, Nashville uh, Predators season if they lose in regulation tonight here uh, against the uh, Dallas Stars. But should be a good game, uh, no doubt. All right, good stuff. That is the uh, first two games uh, of this card. Uh, shout out to everyone watching the ice guys show in our youtube chat hit the like button we appreciate it and our podcast listeners we thank you for tuning in as well we'll be back to recap to preview i should say the final game of this monday card arizona and seattle coming right up right after we hear from gramco support for the ice guys is brought to you by gramco whether you or your team's game is on the field screen racetrack court or the ice gramco is for the game Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. And don't forget, time is running out to enter the Ice Guys Playoff Box Giveaway presented by Gramco. Just a few days left, and we will be announcing the winners of the contest this Saturday, our final Saturday regular season edition of the Ice Guys, Saturday, April 8th. Alex, time's a-wasting for anyone that wants to get in on it. Yeah, I got till Friday at midnight uh, Eastern time to get in. It's uh, sign that form. Like I said, the form link is inside of the YouTube description. It is pinned on the top of our Twitter page at the underscore Ice Guys. 
Uh, you can also find it. I'll have it pinned on my page, too, on Thursday and Friday, the last 48 hours. We've had a ton of great signups. Like I said, unfortunately, we can't send the products uh, outside of the United States, and there's certain states in the United States we can't send it to either. All those details are listed in the form below, so check and see if your state is eligible. If not, still sign the form. I mean, it does really kind of help us. We're trying to figure out some things with that as far as how many people watch the show live, how many people listen to the show. So we're kind of doing this for our own internal research property. Uh, properties as well. Nothing's going to be sold or anything like that, but definitely check out the form that I signed it up. Like I said, on Saturday, the giant show, I have no idea when we're going to do it on Saturday because <laughs> it seems like we're going to already have two hours worth of time to do, but we're going to announce all six winners. Uh, five people will win $10 gift cards. I think they use the Grant Code website. One person will win the playoff box, which has uh, 30 count of gummies, two pre-rolls and uh, two gram Delta 8 disposable, just like the one I'm smoking right here. And so, uh, yeah, Sign up now, and like I said, you have until midnight on Friday, and we will announce the winners on Saturday's episode. Yeah, you want uh, you want your lock of the year. Uh, you know, and I hate that word, but I'll throw it out there jokingly. That'll be the longest Ice Guys show of the season this Saturday. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah, percent, it will. I mean, we're not splitting the atom, figuring that one out. Every team in action, sixteen games, thirty-two teams, and we got to do the contest giveaway. And there's going to be three people, most likely, on the show on that Saturday. So. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be yeah. two hours, and uh, that's the one exception. Usually, I say ninety minutes is enough, but uh, we'll go two hours if need be. Uh, and for people Saturday. who've asked on on YouTube about timestamps, we will definitely timestamp that episode on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will, and, and yeah. we will, and we'll, we'll try to get into that habit more. That's more of a time thing, especially when busy season is around. We don't always have that opportunity when it's football and all this going on. I think gradually now, as things start to quiet down a little bit be able to get the uh, timestamps rolling more for our episodes. All right, final game, Arizona-Seattle. Seattle minus 300 home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, huge, huge game for Seattle. They got to get it. You know, you're playing the Coyotes at home. This is a game you got to get two points. Simple as that. Uh, but will it be simple as that for a Seattle team that, you know, in their last 10 games, they're a, four, they're a losing team. They're four and six. You know, in their last 10 games, they've alternated wins and losses. The good news is they're off a loss. So. You know, that usually means they're going to win the next game. And that's been the pattern uh, lately since March 13th. That's the way it's been for the uh, Kraken. They lost 5-2 to Dallas. They beat San Jose in overtime the next game. They lose to Edmonton 6-4 after that. They beat Dallas in overtime following that 5-4. They lose to Nashville in a shootout 2-1. Uh, they beat C uh, they beat uh, Nashville 7-2 in the second meeting. Uh, they lose the next game to Minnesota 5-1. They beat Anaheim 4-1, to and then, of course, they lost 3-1 uh, to Los Angeles on Saturday. So it's their turn to win, and obviously this is a game they should win. And you just wonder now with Arizona, Alex, that's seven straight losses for them. I, just awful stuff from them against the San Jose Sharks uh, on Saturday night. 7-2 to beatdown in their own building. And after being so competitive and taking teams to overtime and being right there against good teams like Winnipeg, Colorado twice, Edmonton, We've seen the, a definitive drop-off in their level of play the last two games. The Dallas game got away from them. The San Jose game was a debacle, a start to finish. They got behind early. They struggled early, and they never rebounded. you got to wonder now if this team's going to win a game the rest of the irregular season. So as much as we've tried to look for these spots to bet Arizona, we're not looking to do it tonight, especially on the road especially against a Seattle team that can't be screwing around. they got to find a way to get this victory tonight because, look, they're not safe yet. They are far from safe as far as making the playoffs is concerned. Yeah. They're at 90. They're only one ahead of Winnipeg now. 
and they're only three ahead of of Calgary. So the team that could knock them out, Calgary, is only three points behind them uh, at this point. Uh, now, Seattle does have two games in hand. That is the saving grace that the Kraken have. They've only played 75 games. Calgary and Winnipeg have played 77. That's a big advantage for Seattle. But still, I mean, they're, they, they, they've got to nail this down tonight. It's an important two points. They don't want to leave anything to chance. Uh, it's an important game for them to win. I, ex I expect they will win, but I don't want anything to do with Seattle either, though. Uh, as much as I'm not going to bet Arizona tonight, uh, I think if you're going to do anything, I think what Rich H is suggesting is not a bad way to go about it. Cracking money line and over five and a half at plus 120. That's not bad at all. I think if, and I haven't done a lot of those combo bets, uh, money line and total same games uh, this season. But if I were to do one, this would be it. I like that a lot, actually. Seattle and over five and a half makes a lot of sense to me. The bet I've already made in this game is just the total on its own, uh, over six and a half. I like that. I like that bet here a lot in this game. Uh, I think you're going to see goals probably more from Seattle uh, than from Arizona, especially after it being held to one goal. That's the one thing for, about Seattle. You know, they play lesser teams; they can score goals. They've shown it. They beat, scored. A, they put a four against Anaheim, seven against uh, Nashville. You know, I expect against this Arizona Coyotes team that again has kind of come apart at the seams defensively here the last few games. Uh, they're going to be able to have more success finding the back of the net. We don't have a goalie confirmed yet for Arizona. Vimelka is projected, but it's not confirmed as of yet. It will be Philip Grubauer uh, getting the uh, start for Seattle, who was playing better for a bit, but the last couple starts have been rough. And, of course, he was pulled uh, in his last start uh, for the uh, Seattle crack. And Malka on the flip side, uh, he's had a rough go of it. He's given up four goals or more in three of his last five starts, nine goals allowed by Vimelka in his last two starts, but it's a product more of the team in front of him. I mean, Arizona has been giving up goals way too many uh, of late. They've given up 17 goals, 17 goals in their last three games combined. So uh, they are having a big problem, big struggle right now, keeping the puck out of their own net. So I like this over six and a half here, Arizona, Seattle, and I actually don't mind probably will bet a smaller uh, stake on the uh, Seattle plus over five and a half combination as well. Uh, in this one. Alex, what do you think here? Coyotes cracking. Yeah, those numbers. That doesn't sound much like uh, elite goaltending coming from Arizona, but uh, with this game, you know, Seattle, like I said, they, they need to play this game hard and heavy because like I said, they, there's no nothing sure for them right now. And you mentioned they do have two games in hand, but here's the thing, that Pacific Division is still wide open. The last two games they have is a home-at-home home with Vegas. So, they might be actually be playing a, a a Vegas team that has still has something left to play for in those uh, game eighty one and game eighty two if they don't have anything settled up. So Seattle needs to take care of business, beat a bad team at home. We know Arizona, they've been feisty, but that's been at, at Mullet Arena. They've been uh, a miserable mess away from Arizona, and I think this is the time where Seattle. The play I would look at here would be Seattle first period puck line, but you're not yeah. getting much value with that. I mean, I'm seeing it being from anywhere as plus 105 to you're laying a dollar ten. I certainly never like to lay a price with the half a goal as well. Uh, like I said, because you could just have a slow start, it could be a defensive kind of a battle, even though you don't expect that from Arizona Seattle. But you know, that's all you need is for one slow start or, or a slow sequence early in the game. Next thing you know, you only uh, you're only getting one or two goals there. So, with that being said, I'm going to pass this game. Might look for something in-game in live, but other than that, this is a, a clear pass. Seattle should win this game 5-1. to one. That doesn't necessarily mean that they will. Uh, if they're dragging their feet and Arizona jumps out to an early lead, maybe this one's kind of kind of tight. 
Uh, and with Vimelka, and that this could be a, a potential draw option. But I just, I probably won't be betting many draws on Arizona like we were doing the last couple of weeks. I think, you know, tea time's getting closer and closer for them with the way that they've played. I don't see them hanging around, especially on the road, like they have been doing in some of these home games. Yeah. And by the way, this, this kind of does set up like the last home game for Seattle against uh, a team that where they were off a loss, I mean, because they lost to Minnesota. They were at home against Anaheim. And I actually did like Vegas first period puck line in that game against Anaheim. And they were up two nothing after the first period. So that that's not a bad option. That's not a bad look. I, I can sign off on that. I can endorse that Seattle first period puck line minus half. It's actually plus one twelve at pinnacle. So that's about as good a price as I've, I, I've found here with that again, plus one twelve with that Seattle first period puck line. I think I'll probably put a few on that as well. We'll, sp- we'll, we'll spread it around here over six and a half little Seattle over and over five and a half combo. And that, that first period puck line, especially with it being plus plus one twelve at pinnacle, it's a good enough yeah. price for me to pull. The that's that's all. Yeah. Yeah. So I will. And again, we saw them off a loss against Minnesota. They played a, a bottom tier team at home, Anaheim, and they were up two nothing after the first period in that game. So hopefully we get that same kind of focus here from the, the uh, Seattle crack and do uh, bounce back, get the job done. They've been great at all at, a win off a loss lately, though, as this team has been alternating wins and losses. Seattle since uh, what March the thirteenth, uh, they've gone back and forth between uh, wins and losses uh, since that time. Uh, and by, by the way, as far as props go, I mean, if you're going to bet a couple of players for Arizona, I've really mentioned it's basically the uh, you know similar cast of characters. I mean, uh, certainly Barrett Hayton has stood out for me of late. Uh, he's been very good for the uh, Coyotes, and Michelli's the one that's really been. Uh, Picking it up, he's been a point-producing machine just in the last four games alone. He has four points, so Michelli to get a point's never a bad option. You know from the Seattle uh, Kraken perspective, you start with Vince Dunn and Jared McCann, and you work your way down. You know, if you're going to bet player props involving them, uh, certainly McCann and uh, Dunn have been in on so much of the offense for the uh, Seattle Kraken all season, including of late. So definitely a good options there for the uh, Seattle Kraken as far as props go. All right, that is the Monday card. We appreciate everybody joining us. Hit the like button. Uh, Again, we've got a double dose of the ice guys tomorrow, the daily show at 2 p.m. Eastern to break down a massive Tuesday NHL card. And then we are back for the BetCast tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Make sure you join us for that. Again, DM or email me to get the uh, link for the BetCast. We will send it to you before it begins. So again, uh, the BetCast tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Me, Alex, and all of our guests. uh, Live betting commentary will be a lot of fun once again tomorrow night on Tuesday for another Ice Guys live BetCast. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys, $10 a month. Uh, Goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, the daily Ice Guys show, betting card, bonus content, and more. Sign up patreon.com slash ice guys just ten dollars a month yeah i'll have the uh, goalie charts updated within the next couple of days also check out the ice guys store you guys missed out on the 20 percent off last week that's uh it's a shame but we still got the store up and running everything's uh you know uh up and up and we got shirts we got caps we got everything in stock right now so check out iceguys.myspreadshop.com and also don't forget to check the link uh sign up now you got until friday uh, for the playoff box contest uh, provided us to us, thankfully, by Gramco. Yeah, exactly. Get in on that contest. The form link is on a, the Ice Guys Twitter. I've retweeted it a couple of times. It's in the YouTube video description. So uh, make sure you uh, get the uh, form filled out and be part of that Ice Guys playoff box giveaway presented by Gramco. All right, best bets coming up to wrap up the show right after we hear from another one of our great sponsors, Manscaped.
Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, good stuff. It's funny during that Manscaped ad, I just someone uh, sent me a Connor Bedard highlight clip. He's tearing it up in the playoffs right now for Regina. Regina is the lower seed in that series with the Saskatoon Blades in that mm-hmm. Western Hockey League play. It's a great provincial battle. Like Regina Saskatoon is a huge rivalry in the Western Hockey League. They're both in Saskatchewan, so it's like that provincial rivalry thing uh, going on. And they're up two nothing, and they won the first two games of that series in Saskatoon. Uh, so now the series goes back to Regina for game three with the Pats up 2 nothing uh, in that series. But he's been scoring goals left and right. I think he had five points in the last game. It's just unbelievable stuff in the yeah. playoffs. But he got cross-checked almost right in the face after scoring one of the goals. And he just went right at the guy right after, throwing punches. Now that everybody stepped in there quickly, but I like that. I yeah. like seeing that out of Connor Bedard. I'm not taking shit. I'm not going to be this uh, – soft star superstar player i'm going to stick up for myself i loved it yeah that's wonderful to see especially you know he's an undersized guy he's going to fill out his frame a little bit more once he gets into the nhl but uh see him you know having that willingness to, to stand up for himself and, and uh i mean obviously like I said, he's just a complete talent and you know personally i'd love to see him in 1901 west madison come fall so that's what we're hoping for <laughs> it's got a chance it does it's got a real chance uh columbus can say the same thing though and i'm sure a few other uh, teams can as well. So that's going to be uh, May 8th is going to be probably one of the most exciting uh, draft lottery nights in uh, recent memory, probably yeah. since, you know, the McDavid year and probably since the uh, Crosby and Ovet year right before that. Yeah. The, the Kane year too. Remember when yeah, the Hawks got right. Patrick Kane, they yeah. were like second to last with the odds to, to get the number one spot. So anything can happen. It, it's not a set in stone with those top five teams now. No, it isn't. Someone could uh, shock the world and all of a sudden move all the way up from a spot you wouldn't have expected it. So 
going to be interesting to see it again. That's May 8th. That'll be right in the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs, the draft lottery, as it always is. All right, uh, best bets to wrap it up. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet tonight? Yeah, let's go down to Big D. You got Nashville and Dallas, huge central division game for both teams, but for different reasons. And the Predators, I mean, like I said, their playoff run is just about over. I, I think it comes to an end tonight and, and within the next few days. Uh, let's go with this first period over one and a half minus a dollar twenty. I think Dallas could probably get at least two goals on their own and should be help us cover this at a great price. So we go Predator Stars, first period over one and a half minus a dollar twenty. That is my best bet for this Monday. There you go. Nashville, Dallas over one and a half, minus one twenty, first period for uh, Alex P. Smith for a uh, best bet on this uh, Monday card. My best bet, I'm gonna go Minnesota Wild here. Minus one uh, thirty-two is the best price right now at uh, Bet Online. Just your simple. You know, Vegas is really still banged up. I don't like all the injuries they're dealing with. Now they're going on the road. Minnesota, after losing against Vegas the other night, I think they're back to their better game. Philip Gustafson's just been absolutely spectacular in that. No slight to Laurent Brossois, but right now with the way Gustafson's playing, he holds the edge uh, in this game. And Minnesota, after losing in Saturday night in Vegas, I think they get redemption tonight. Minnesota Wild, minus 132. Uh, against Vegas for my best bet for this Monday NHL card. Uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it very much. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck, and we will talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday. Double play Tuesday for the uh, Ice Guys. The Daily Show at 2 p.m. Eastern and the BetCast at 7 p.m. Eastern. A big Tuesday on tap for the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. <laughs> 